Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. What the deal is, is uh, we're at a very special museum that's here in Omaha, and um, Rod Edwards is with us right now. And Rod Edwards is the Director of Development at the uh, America's Wall of Honor, and this is the location where they're doing the development, which you're in charge of, of the wall. Rod, thank you so much for getting in touch with us. Well, I, I appreciate it, and uh, thank you, Pat and JT, or for coming out today and uh, you know I've always been a huge fan of yours so it's really nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank yeah, you because this is this is something that um, I think a lot of people have probably heard about. They've heard about other projects that are similar and this it's coming to Omaha in July of 2020 is when the unveiling will be. And I I guess really I'm going to turn to you to kind of describe what it is that we're going to be seeing and how this was commissioned. Sure. And, and, you know, we are just, the word's really just starting to get out. Uh, it's been a long process uh, moving Tim Lampros, our, our artist, and the, and the inspiration behind this. He moved out here from Los Angeles in, in January, uh, setting up uh, the shop and studio. Uh, here has taken some time to get it ready, um, starting to build the wall. Uh, actually, now we're to a point where we've got actually something to show, tangible to really show for it now. So what America's Wall of Honor is, it's going to be a nationwide touring tribute uh, to our, our military branches and our first responders. Uh, it will debut in Omaha in uh, July of next year uh, over the Independence Day weekend at a major Omaha area event. And following that, uh, that unveiling, uh, it will go on a three to five year nationwide tour throughout the United States. Uh, so this is this is really, it's a big project for Omaha because it's being done right here, right now. It'll be, it'll be unveiled here in Omaha. Uh, and uh, people are starting to hear about it and everybody who's been in to the studio and the shop to see it uh, have just been amazed by what it looks like. And, and I will, we have a you know, shop portion of the, of the area. We also have a, a studio that has a lot of previous artwork. From uh, from Tim Lampros is, is amazing. I mean, it really is. It's it's over how many years? It's, We've got. We actually. I'm just going to tell you right now because no no secrets with Pat and JT. Right. Tim's <laughs> actually here, um, and he's kind of running around the studio right now, and he's going to join us here in just a second and sit in one of the chairs. How many years have you been doing this since your first project? Since that first badge? Uh, it's a little deceiving because a lot of people walk into the showroom or they see the magnitude of what I'm doing. And they say, "Wow, you know, your first piece must have been you know 30 years ago." But that's really not the case. Um, it was seven years ago. Wow. Oh my gosh! Okay, now that's yeah. even less than I was expecting. That's seven that years is. ago. Wow. You know when they say your first part of your life is just warming up for what you're supposed to do? I I have no education in design, and certainly no education in art. You know, I was a firefighter paramedic, and then I got in the movie business, and I was tinkering tinkering around with. Uh, welding and I learned a lot about light and glass and that kind of stuff and I uh, had this idea of what to make a vision 
And it just, it happened and it went nuts. <laughs> I mean, really fast because it's so visual. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Let me just say too that one piece that a lot of people I'm sure have seen was the memorial for the Los Angeles Police Department. Yeah, for, for people who don't know, uh, Tim's first major creation, kind of the inspiration behind America's Wall of Honor was the Los Angeles Police Department uh, End of Watch Memorial Wall. Uh, and Tim had done some work for uh, different parts of the Los Angeles Police Department, and uh, the Los Angeles Police Protective Society came up and said, why don't we do something on a larger scale? So uh, Tim set out and built uh, a wall that's similar in size to our wall here. Our wall here is 55 feet by 10 feet. Uh, the wall, Los Angeles Police Department End of Watch Memorial Wall was similar in size. Uh, it had all of the historic badges of the Los Angeles Police Department uh, done in, in much of the same artwork that we're doing ours in, all laser cut stainless steel, uh, glass and light, embedded lighting. Uh, and then it also listed all 207 uh, members of the Los Angeles Police Department who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Um, that wall, in mostly the California, Los Angeles area, did make it to Sacramento and made it to Las Vegas. Uh, but that wall made 29 different stops uh, while Tim was working with it, and over 2 million people saw it. So you and can, that's just in the southwest. That's, it it that's really didn't venture mostly, much yes, farther. Exactly. This wall is going to venture much this farther. This wall is going to travel for three to five years throughout the country. So uh, this wall will literally be seen by tens of millions of people. That's incredible. Okay, so why it's, Omaha? Well, that, that's... How Omaha? <laughs> that's I, kind of a curious. funny story. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell it for Tim. Tim so Tim's in, uh, in, in Los Angeles, and he did... All the yeomans work for the Los Angeles Police Department end of watch memorial wall. That was a little bit of a regionalized effort. That was manageable as a ton of work. So Tim realized when he was going to take on something so large as a, a wall that's going to travel the entire country, he was going to need help. So uh, his cousin Dan Stesney uh, from Omaha, uh, he called his cousin and said, hey, I want to concentrate on getting this built and getting it done. Would you be the CEO behind this? Because this is this is no small undertaking. Let me uh, Let me say this. We are all 100% privately funded. We are accepting no grant money from taxpayers. We're not going to take wow. tax. We're not even going to try that uh, because we think it's important to be kind of our own independent project. Yeah. So, so Tim approached his cousin Dan, and uh, Dan said, sure, but you're going to move to Omaha. You need to move to Omaha. And, uh, you know, lots of reasons behind it. You know, Dan's established here and if he's going to be CEO he needed to be here you know the, the cost of doing business and we have a great state a great yes, city uh, the cost of doing business here is is a lot less it's much more affordable which mm -hmm. makes it the project more feasible uh, and we're in the middle of the country and if we're going to do a nation take undertake a nationwide effort it, it's it's easier to work from the middle of the country than, than either of the coast makes complete sense the, the wall when I walked in here this is not what I expected like yeah. it, it really does. And I know that it's not even close to being finished really. And it, it blew me away just this seeing is, this. It's it goosebumps. And we're not even, a, how, what do you think, a third of the way done? Maybe? Not even. Uh, not even. Uh, you know, the, the first piece, the, the, the cornerstone of the wall uh, of the actual, uh, the wall is going to be uh, uh, the seal of the president of the United States. Because we feel it, it's, we need to, if we're going to honor the military and even the first responders, recognizing our commanders and chiefs yeah. is important too. It's also something that's not been combined with all these different things. And the pure artwork 
that's it's, going into the seal is is going to be it's going to leave people mind blown. But yeah, just uh, for people, I mean, we're podcasting here, but we have a, a life size uh, mock up of the wall, just in black and white, so it's not even in color yet. That's just, I mean. I, well, we'll have pictures that are going to be accompanying yeah. this, obviously. It'll be on our Facebook page and Instagram across the board. So you can see a picture of what the seal looks like so far. And it's not finished yet. That's the first one. Yes. Is that right? Because then all the rest of these are going to follow in the same Exactly. Thing. Up next is the, the seal for the United States Army, and then the Air Force will be after that. You know, it is a total of, we have one, two, seven different seals uh, representing... Yes. ...representing... Uh, you know all the branches and our and our first responders, uh, law enforcement. Eight eight different seals. Sorry. <laughs> Tim, Tim's over here. He's fact checking us. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So you know all all these you know these seals are going to be the they're going to be built in, in you know kind of an order here. Uh, the wall is actually going to be built in five different sections. Uh, the presidential seal is going to be in its own section, uh, and then. Two and two of the of the different branches and the first responders on it, just uh, logistics. It's okay, easier so, to transport that way. So left to right, we're looking at fire and rescue, National Guard, the Marine Corps, and then the SEAL of the Navy, the United States Navy. Then the President, um, the Army is after that, on around to the Air Force and the United States Coast Guard and law enforcement, city, county, state, federal. Those are the SEALs. So this is supposed to be unveiled. July 4th weekend, 2020. Independence Day weekend at a major event uh, here in Omaha or in the Omaha area. And everybody in Omaha should be proud that it's being made here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that when you see one the, more the studio and you see the, the bones of what you guys are making, it's just, yeah, right. One more thing that Omaha should be proud of, that the nation's going to love and that it was made right here. Absolutely. And you know, we want to do it right in Omaha. We want to do, you know, we want to make sure that uh, we're going to do plenty of press avails. We're going to do everything we can to publicize uh, the fact that the that the wall is going to be unveiled here in Omaha, that it was built here in Omaha, you know, part of that, like I said, we are completely privately funded. So, you know, one of the, one of my responsibilities right now is I'm out soliciting uh, sponsorship and donations from uh, Omaha area companies uh, because you know this is this is a large undertaking. You know, it's a multi-million dollar venture mm -hmm. uh, to build the wall. Uh, for the most part, once the wall is on the road, it's going to be self-sustaining. We take great care of our of our sponsors. Uh, you know, Penn Steel. Here, here's a great story. Penn Steel, right here in Omaha, is our laser cutter. Um, they have donated so much to this wall, and they're so uh, part of it. Penn Penn Steel. Penny Rosso is a great story. She started her company in a 400 square foot apartment in Lincoln, Nebraska. Had no idea. Now she's a multi million dollar business here in here in Omaha. Um, you know, DH Pace Company uh, provided us wall. Uh, you know, Legacy Design Strategies is a major sponsor. Uh, Retire Smart with uh, David Brooks. I mean, we've got a lot of great sponsors, and I, I apologize if I'm forgetting anybody else. The, the wall is, you know, you know, we have a 501c3 element to it, so we are a nonpartisan deal. There's no names are going to be on the wall. True story behind Tim's passion for this is is the fact that he wants to promote positive respectful, patriotic artwork and projects. Uh, you know, Tim's, like he said, passed a firefighter, paramedic, uh, actually passed Air Force where he was fire crash rescue and worked on space shuttle missions. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, we, we feel that a lot of times our first responders, especially our police, are really beaten up in the public, really get a bad name. We feel really strongly that we need to pay tribute to them. Our firefighters the same, our military, uh, you know, <laughs> 
they have had they have had their moments where they've been you know attacked by people and and finally they're getting some respect but you know, we really want to pay tribute to them and make sure we respect them uh, and then you know underlying we've we've got a community impact mission too and that is PTSD awareness and education to me it's one of the most important parts is uh, that there's going to be a PTSD education and resource center uh, that's going to be part of the tour. We really need to work on PTSD education, mm -hmm. providing resources. Uh, a lot of people really know about how it affects their military members and their families. Let's not forget their families. But It's one been in the conversation, you know, like nationally every once in a while it kind of comes up, but I think you're right. I mean, really need to shine a light on it and the, move the, forward on it. The biggest part that we really need to shine a light on is our first responders. Uh, our first responders are always taught that you know you're the tough one you're the one who's running into the building you're the one who's saving everybody so there was this there there has been promoted uh you know in law enforcement and fire rescue there had been promoted this image it's like you know you don't you don't acknowledge weakness you know you don't seek help for this we really need to change that paradigm and really it, it you know, it shows strength to reach out because, you know, these guys see some of the most horrible tragedies out there in the world. We need to make it beyond acceptable for them to admit that they're having problems. Right. I mean, there's there, for, for people that aren't first responders, that if, if they witness a terrible accident or something, something bad happens to them, it's it's okay. You know, it's, it's accepted that they can go to therapy and it's years to get past that one thing. Well, first responders see that every day, if not multiple times a day, and that they're just expected to push it down because they're tough and they're the ones that help everybody. And that's not fair. You know, go get help because we are losing a lot of first responders each year to suicide. Yeah. That's the other side of the discussion. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, uh, you know, we, we need to do everything we can to help those people, to help their families, and to, like you said, shine, shine a light on it so that, so that we can start addressing these issues. This is beautiful down here. And again, Rod Edwards here with us. And um, where's the museum? Where if people want to see it, can they, can they come down and take a tour? Yeah, when are you open? We are at, uh, we, we don't have set hours because we're all kind of, Tim Tim works over here in the studio <laughs> building the thing and he's here 99% of every day. <laughs> uh, I don't think the guy sleeps and he eats oatmeal, which you should really ask him about. I like, see a lot of oatmeal. Like up. by the handful. And, and now that you see the oatmeal, <laughs> yeah. you're going to start seeing Quaker Oat advertisements show up in every single that social is, media feed you have. That is incredible. I, 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 I didn't, I saw it. It didn't register, but, <laughs> but, but it's like by American flag pillows up there. I don't know if Tim, can we take a picture of your office before we leave? Because that's incredible. I love, and I, do, do, do you warm up oatmeal or you just eat it dry? Okay. Raw? Yeah, I, I've, I've poured it and then I pour hot coffee in my mouth. Oh yeah. my god! Is, actually, that's, that's that, that, actually Pat. You're not too far off from what he, he does, does the same thing. But you use like the packets, low sugar, little sugar, low sugar ones. Too. I pour the maple brown sugar yeah. and the hot and coffee. Yeah, you're, you're cheating according oh. to Tim's. So really? That's not going to work. Oh my god! Oh, here we go. Yeah, a couple things we would love everybody to go to uh, Facebook and like and share America's Wall of Honor. Uh, if you go there, you can contact us. That would be great. Um, if they get online, too, if you're not only on Facebook, but also americaswallofhonor.com, um, you can see information there about donations, sponsorships, uh, things that you can buy from their gift store. And it does talk about the tour, and you get to see some of the process and the timeline, which is kind of interesting when you get to looking at that, because it's like, wow, this is really ambitious. When I'm looking at the seal that's sitting over there that isn't yet completed and it's in the process. Well, the, the presidential seal is by far, far the most complex and just uh, it is going to be when it's when it's finished. And all the we just had our last uh, our last laser cutting 
for the seal last Friday. So all the laser cutting of the stainless steel, 100% American stainless steel, by awesome. the way. Awesome. Wouldn't expect anything different. That's right. Uh, yep. But that, that was uh, just done last Friday. Uh, but when the seal's done, it is going to be 17 layers. It's it's uh, multiple layers of, of cut stainless steel. This, okay, when we walked in and we saw it sitting there, that was one of the first questions because it looks like a 3D puzzle. Yeah. Um, that if you're into puzzles, you would oh you would geek out on this. Um, but it does. It's sitting there right <laughs> yeah, now, and nothing's attached right now. So it's the first thing I did. I touched it and I moved something. Yeah, Very first thing, and I'm like, oh, yeah. kind of touched. So I'm trying to tap it. Was back anybody in. looking? And did you no. put it back in there? <laughs> I tried to tap it back into place. He's over there looking right now. Yeah, what did she touch? It. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> But I didn't take any. I'm not. I'm not responsible for anything missing. This is this is awesome. Yeah. If you want to plan to come down here and take a look, uh, get online and it has information about the tours. Is it a guided tour? I'm hoping that somebody's yeah, yeah, there to kind of walk yeah, you through yeah. and explain the pieces. Either Tim or myself would be here to kind of walk you through because when you when you really get to it, this the whole story. You know, behind all of the previous artwork. I mean, I showed you, I showed you a piece. Uh, Tim actually knew the father of one of the Granite Mountain firefighters that was killed. Uh, Tim made a very special commemorative piece that he gave to that father that that father now proud, dis mm -hmm. proudly displays in his den. Uh, so there's there's a lot of different things. That there's very personal pieces, and then there's there's funner one like the Sturgis, like yeah, you're talking Sturgis. about. Sturgis. Tim was the only uh, artist who was given permission to use the actual Sturgis Sturgis logo. Several of those. Logo. those. Yeah, those are awesome. So, um, so yeah, tons of pieces that you can take a look at. We, what do you uh, have in your hand here? We also now when you when you're cutting, you're cutting. Tim, how big are the sheets? Five by ten. So we we cut we cut the pieces to make the seals out of a uh, five by ten sheets of stainless steel. So, you know, there's always going to be remnant areas around that. So we have cut out of the remnant areas a number of, of commemorative medallions oh, and neat. key tags. A lot of people kind of call them similar to like a challenge coin nowadays. But if you look at oh, it, wow. yeah. we have a, a bunch that were cut from the sheets of steel, that stainless steel that were used to make the presidential seals. That's a seals. great so, idea. So when this is on there, and you can find these on our website as well. So when you... When you Oh, purchase wow. one of these. If you purchase a piece of steel that's cut from the presidential seal, when this thing's been on the road for three years, been seen by multiple million dollars of people, you will have one of a very limited number of pieces that were actually cut from that. So that's a, that's something that's yeah, available that's very, to you too. Very cool. So you collectible. took the, the what would be the scrap metal and turned it into something amazing. America's Wall of Honor presidential seal. And so those check out the website. Take a look yep. at that. Twitter uh, at USA Wall of Honor. Uh, same with Instagram as well. And there's pictures of, of us here today and the wall as it is now on our Facebook page. Yeah. And we tweeted so those out see, as well. So you can go to Facebook.com slash it's Pat and JT. So the wall that's up here now just gives you an idea. But I have a feeling it's going to be 100 times Impressive. We, we were impressed just walking in and seeing the mock-up. Like, oh, it's finished already. No. Like, oh, it's no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome. That, and all this stuff, all the info you just gave is also in the show notes, too. So if you didn't and, have a pen, or we don't, just check in the show notes, and there, all the links are right there. Now, before we wrap this up, Tim, just your feelings on doing this project. Boy, that is a, that's, a, that's a long conversation. I'm not even sure if I deal with my feelings on the project currently, um, mainly because... Um, you know, I do all the design work mm -hmm. and, uh, the design is not only creative, it's also mechanical. I'm not an engineer, but I have to engineer this, 
you know, which will ultimately be around 20,000 pounds of steel that is mobile going down the route, road, bouncing along and not break. <laughs> well, I've done that it's before. Just so. I can't even imagine. Coming, coming from somebody who was, I mean, you served... Um, you, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at this from both sides, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking at it from a different side now, even though, uh, being a firefighter, a paramedic and being in the military, uh, certainly that's my core, uh, insides, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, in air quotes, artist, um, <clears throat> I've learned to just say thank you. There uh, you go. That's hard. Sometimes just saying <laughs> thank you is hard, to do right? That. Yeah. Just to take it and say um, thanks. Just, and I appreciate it. I do. But um, I, I'm really the, I'm so critical of the art world right now. Mm -hmm. So critical that I just avoid conversations with people in the art world because I just think the art world is is narcissistic and sad and, and so for me, kind of circling back to your original question, how do I feel about it? Uh, my feelings aren't involved with this piece. Your feelings are. Because I don't care how I feel about it. I care how the public and other people feel about it. So, so when someone tells you... for somebody. I mean, you're yeah. doing it I'm for doing the it public. for everybody. And so and I'm the least that needs to be involved right. with... But when somebody gives you that. feedback and they oh, become emotional or totally. they this, then that, that's what you feed on. It's not... Absolutely. The shininess of this. It's And somebody, I have people, you know, a lot of times people are afraid to give me criticism, but I, I, rel I, I take it mm -hmm. and say, hey, I need that. And, and uh, because I want to be better. I want it to be better for you or for the, the audience. Mm -hmm. So it's, again, it's not how I feel or how I see it. It's how others feel about it or how they, that's what's more important. That's what I think is lacking in today's art world it's everybody goes well i want to make something that you know turns me on or make something that i want to make something that lives for a thousand years and people remember my name or something that everybody talks in the news about and I, yeah. it just doesn't it's make like, sense yeah, a, no. statement. Yes. Right. a statement yes a statement instead of uh um instead of something that's beautiful that you know in an instant second that it's beautiful and it's mm -hmm. meaningful it's shock value and well, shock value for me is finding out you've only been doing this for seven years. Right, that's the shock. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Kind of a shocker to me, too. Do you have, like, the most shocker. memorable piece that you've made in those seven Aside years? Aside from working on this, before this, what... what? <sighs> most memorable piece. Wait, maybe, um, maybe it's because of the way the people that received the people. it, they felt about it, or yeah, it was a situation I, as I why have, you created it? I have two situations that are really, really powerful. One... Uh, my heart goes out to the Wojak family in Los Angeles. Uh, Joe um, is a uh, L.A. County Fire Captain, and uh, he's since retired, but he also runs the L.A. County Fire Museum. And one day I just stopped in to meet them early on in what I was doing, and he was sitting there with his wife and his daughter and his son. And just happened, I talked to all of them and showed them some of my work and said, yeah, maybe I'll do something for L.A. County, and you know, just just former fire party, just talk. And three months later, his son, who was an LA County fire cadet, um, got his first job. And his first job was for the Granite Mountain Hotshots. Mm -hmm. And so three months after he was hired, he went to the Granite Mountain fire and he was killed. And part of the 19 firefighters oh. that were killed in Arizona. And I met him three months before, and it really meant something yeah. to me. I could imagine his, dad, you know, his Joe and his wife sitting there, 
you know, at the door, getting the knock on the door, you know. Yeah. So I sat down and I designed a piece for them and I made them a, a piece and it's the only piece that my name is not on it. And I, I didn't want my name on it. It was, it was just like, oh, God, my name is meaningless, right, you get, know, yeah. in this situation. Wow. yeah. And so I was doing the very last thing, pulling some, some protective tape off of, of the background piece because the foreground piece was sprayed and it, it couldn't get overspray on it. And it tore the, 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 the piece underneath. And I went, oh, no. And so I had to make another one. Oh my gosh! And so I've heard you though, saw that piece on I, the showroom right? floor, right? Yeah, and, yes. and we were we were told you are a perfectionist. I, well, if somebody gives their life, I know, and you they know, they deserve something that is as close to perfection. Sure, I hear you. I hear, so I made wow. that. I gave it to his, gave it to the family. And they got uh, cards and letters and, and fire department uh, gifts from around the world. And Joe came up to me once and said, we've since become friends, said, uh, you know, that's the only piece that we hang up in our home. It wow. means that much to wow, us. Wow, goosebumps right there. That's yeah. amazing. That is just something to say, hey. And I didn't know him at the time. Yeah. I, I met him once. Yeah. But so it's, you know, it, now he has a foundation in his son's name and they raise money for uh, equipment for cadets that need equipment to, you know, pursue How a career great is that? In, fire, in the fire service. So that was a big one. And then making the the uh, family gifts for the Dallas Five officers that were killed. Yeah. That was very personal. So those are the two. You know, I've made huge mm-hmm. memorials, but they didn't touch a, a person like those. Back to what you said, it's there. not about the piece you're making. It's about how it makes people feel. And totally. Yeah, so I'm makes sense. meaningless in the equation. And that's why, I, I mean, I don't want to wow. go on the radio. I don't want to go on television. I, <laughs> don't worry, I don't you're just going to be on our podcast. On yeah. You're going to be. <laughs> we are just glad that you talked to us. I mean, honestly, we, we really appreciate you giving us a buzz and, and kind of the heads up of what's going on. Um, this means a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, well, what you should do is come back. Uh, oh, we will. We're going to have... Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Already got in so our calendar. Yeah. Uh, when we do have what I call the first light, we have a ceremony. Oh. Um, you have to be invited. And so... Rod, maybe. write us down on the list. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, and what we do is we we reveal the, the piece with the first time and the first light. And so each one of these pieces... Yeah. We'll get that kind of ceremony. And we ha- we're, we're getting an off-site location. So the pieces will go to a, a, a real secure, private, clean, safe, uh, safe place because yes. they're priceless after they're done. And we'll, we'll have the first light maybe in the shop, maybe not, maybe there. But it'll be for a few people. Okay. And, and uh, maybe you guys would cover it. Uh, maybe it would be an honor to do that. Would. I mean, that would be amazing. And, uh, Absolutely. So that's going to be exciting. And that's probably in about five, six weeks or so, that first one. And I heard you guys talking about the time. You're like, oh, I've seen how much is they got to do. I don't know if the guy can do it. I did not say that. I did not. I said <laughs> that it was, was amb- sentiment. It was ambitious. <laughs> it's, um, the, the, uh, a lot of the work since we got here was, of course, in the facility. It has to be right to get this job done. But was the number one problem was the laser cutter. Uh, and, I, and I don't say problem. Problem's not the right word. Challenge. And I said that when we moved here. I told Dan, I says, you know, we, I spent years finding the right uh, laser cutter and working with them to get it right. Because there's a lot of inherent difficulties 
with cutting something like this, and I'll give you one, one sterling example, but when we met with the, the first few laser cutters in Omaha, it's not like L.A. There's not like a laser cutter every, on every other corner. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only a few of them in, in Omaha. And every single one had turned down the project. Wow. They said, this is way over our heads. We don't want to, we, we really would love to do it. We just, we know we can't. They know their limitations. Yeah. So we met with Penny at Penn Steel and she said, I'll, I'll take it on. And I, we met with him several times. I says, look, there's going to be challenges. It's going to be a bumpy road. Mm-hmm. I just want to know that you won't give up. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I won't give up. And boy, it got tough. Mm. And so the very first piece that we cut is the largest piece, and it's the most complex because it's the base, and it, it kind of lines everything up. So they were really delaying. They were delaying the, the, the cut week after week after week. And finally, we got to cutting, and I'm standing there talking to Ted. He's the the vice president of operations. And so, you know, we're watching it cut, and he goes, well, Tim, I guess I could tell you now what the problem was. I says, yeah, I'd really like to know because it can't take this long. (laughs) He said, when we loaded up the file, he goes, our normal cuts of what we do have, you know, 10 to 20,000 character points data points in a file for us to cut. And when we loaded yours in, it had over 8 million. <laughs> and and it, kept, so it, it, came, it, it came down to math. <laughs> yeah, it, came, <laughs> it came down to computer ability. And so oh he goes, it goodness. kept crashing. So we had to call the manufacturer who was in Germany. And their response was, well, <clears throat> we knew we'd get this call someday. And now we just did. He goes, we built a back door into the program to handle something like this and this is how you do it so it goes it took a couple weeks to get the laser set up to handle your files but now they can and so when cutting the first cut in a month and prepping it the programming it to the last file took you know two days so now we're on track yeah now we'll get cruising how exciting it is very exciting because when you come back next We'll have three in various stages of completion, and you'll see it sort of moving along, and it'll be like, wow. It so is kind of like the assembly line. It's, it's, it's set, set up, up for that. It's it? set yeah. up for that because you've got several the different tables, so everything will be at a different stage. You've got the first one is out here, and now you're just going to keep adding to it. Yes, and okay. it's, it gets very dirty. Some of this work is extremely dirty, so we have a shower. And so some of the guys that do the dirty work will have to shower before they go and eat lunch and then before they go home. So wow. it's not all just, yeah. you know. Not all glamorous. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's a little bit of the story. Thank for you now. for taking Thanks, time. Tim. I appreciate you that. Thank you. Awesome. Rod, thank you very much for, uh, again, for having us out. And we look forward to coming back. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. One other thing, too, we wanted to throw into is Kugler Vision. We want to thank them for being a supporter of our podcast. And they continue on through the month of August, by the way. You get that uh, consultation in, and that means you got to go to KuglerVision.com. You can schedule it yourself for the date and the time. Get it in. You're automatically in that drawing for the $250 prize pack for the teacher of your choice or the school of your choice. $100 gift card goes along with that, and $150 for the mark for you. I was talking with Stephanie the other day at Kugler Vision, talking about that there are some things you shouldn't have anymore. And one of them we were talking about was uh, cell phones, your old cell phones. But it's it's out there. Things have changed. And embrace the new technology. Same way with your eyes. If you're still wearing glasses or contacts, bifocals, readers, Kugler Vision 
probably has better options for your bad vision. You can call Kugler Vision at 402-558-2211, book that consultation, or like we said, get online. The incredible surgeons at Kugler Vision are the only ones in Nebraska that offer all seven forms of advanced vision correction. And so once you have that consultation, they put all your options on the table that you that are right for you. Get online at, uh, again, kuglervision.com. Tell me you heard uh, from the Pat and JT podcast. Yes. Pat and JT. Pat and JT podcast. A Parkville Media Production.